0: It's an awesome tool. I love using it. I've been using it for a little bit now. And the cool thing about it is it's absolutely free. So if you're interested in starting up a podcast, if you're interested in getting involved in podcast work, then download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Two different types of people that narcissists gravitate towards or that a lot of times they'll go towards to try to get with, to try to be with, to try to manipulate. You always feel like you're attracting toxic people? Do you always feel like you're attracting narcissists? Maybe you've had a pattern of being with a narcissist in your life, of going from an overt to a covert, or multiple narcissists, or you come from a narcissist family, so you get with multiple narcissists down the road. Like, did ever feel like, wait a second, like, what is actually going on? Why do I keep going back to these people? Who's attracted to them? Well, today I want to talk to you about two types of people. That attract narcissists. A lot of times you hear a lot of different ideas out there about different types and styles and, and vocations and all types of things that attract different narcissists, but today I want to just talk to you about two. About two types of people that I really do think are one of the crux ideas of what is attractive to a narcissist, of what they're going to go after, what they're going to try to be with, or, or who they want to be with is defined a lot of times by these two things. If you guys are new here, my name is Ben Taylor. I'm a self-aware narcissist on this platform to provide awareness, growth, healing, and change. And I do that in a couple different ways. Uh, one of the ways we try to give awareness is just by promoting uh, what narcissism is on all platforms so people have an idea of what it looks like, not just a textbook definition or not just an idea of someone snapping photos and you know being obsessed with themselves, but really like what does it look like? On an everyday basis, what does it look like in a relationship? What does it look like in the workplace environment, in the family environment, all different types of things like that. If you don't have a chance to be able to follow us to see like these small nuggets of truth we drop every single day, then follow us on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. Uh, we have the spot, um, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, also Amazon Music. Uh, we're also on LinkedIn, so follow us anywhere there. Just look up Raw Motivations. We're on all the, all the platforms under Raw Motivations. Be super excited to be able to work with you one time um, to be able to help or with like coaching on like a day-to-day basis would love to be able to help you if you want to talk sometime to be able to go through trauma bonds or kind of work through the addictive cycle or the detox process or the rumination or building those vision and values and boundaries moving forward would love to be able to interact with you. You can go to rawmotivations.com and click on it there would love to be able to interact and help you on your growth and your healing journey. We also have a support community that we've been building over time called the NARC Stands for Narcissistic Abuse Recovery Community. It's a group of like-minded people that have been through the same shit that you've been through and are there to help support you through it, to help give you advice, to help guide you. Also to have courses so you can learn more about narcissism, so you can understand more of the crazy making that's going on. Different places to be able to track your no contact, record things in journal, so you can actually keep things straight or keep things private to make sure that you know maybe the other person isn't finding out or, or seeing what's going on. We also have monthly coaching and weekly lives that happen inside the app to try to be able to spur you forward to that growth healing and change so check that out go to apple store or google play and just download the narc app just type in n-a-r-c the narc app so anyways i was talking today about two different types of people that attract narcissists two different types of people that narcissists gravitate towards or that a lot of times they'll go towards to try to get with to try to be with to try to manipulate and a lot of times when you talk about this, of like what attracts narcissists or, or what kind of people do narcissists go after, a lot of times we talk about kind of like a regular general population. You know, it might be talking about like empaths, right? You know, like empaths because they have so much feeling, because they have so much heart, then they're going to go to this person, they're going to try to fix them, they're going to try to help them, all different things like that. And it's like, wait a second, like maybe it's like the empaths, like they're going after empaths. Other times people are like, no, it's like the successful people, like narcissists purposely target successful people so they can leech off of them, so they can you know, go with their status or their, their high power or their authority, or maybe they do it because the person has a lot of money and they want to be able to just leech off of the money and not have a job or whatever it might be. But a lot of times people talk about empaths, successful people talk about you know status, symbol, image, all those different types of things. And while some of those are true, I want to propose that it's two types of people that really attract different narcissists, okay? And part of the reason why I'm proposing it not being those particular, like all of these different ones is because sometimes you see differences in what happens in the relationship. Like take, for instance, like cheating. Like in a relationship with the narcissist, a lot of times you'll get to the place where they'll start cheating. You know, where they'll start going out and being unfaithful and being with someone else. And a lot of times this messes with people's minds because sometimes they'll look at that person, they'll be like, wait a second, like that's a downgrade. Like this person doesn't have the same looks or they don't have the same status or, or money or education or image or whatever it might be. And they'd be like, why in the world would the narcissist go be with this person? Why would my toxic person leave me when I'm giving them everything they could possibly want and go be with that person who doesn't have near the resources or capabilities that I do? A lot of times that thinking is what screws up a lot of people and confuses them because they start thinking that it's about them when it's not. It's all about the narcissist and what they want. So at the end of the day, you can be providing them a million dollars and they'll still go out and cheat on you because if they're not getting what they want, if they're not getting that ego, that entitlement, everything fed in in that kingdom that they've built around themselves, they're going to go towards someone else. So anyways, I keep talking about two types of people that attract narcissists. The number one, the person I think that attracts a narcissist is a person who has no sense of self. that doesn't know who they are. Now, this might be from early childhood might be from the, the, the growth and the development they had with their parents. Maybe their parents didn't instill in them a sense of identity or an idea of who they are or who they could be. Maybe it was more of a, an aspect of not being supported or not being known or not being seen. But a lot of times when we look at different people that have gotten with narcissists, yes, there's an aspect of like, yeah, I'm a shell of a person and I don't know who I am. But there's also an aspect that they weren't really defined of who they were beforehand because they let someone pull themselves off. Of that path that they were going on so when you think about it today do you know who you are like do you really know who you are sometimes i'll ask people in coaching and in development who are you apart from what you do if you take away everything else if you take away your family if you take away your religion if you take away your education if you take away your job your vacation like everything that you're that's happening in your life if you take all that away who's sitting left and a lot of times when people are faced with that question at first they're like I don't know, because what I do is, is what defines me, or, or who I am to my family is what defines me, or who I am to, to my spouse is what defines me. And so many times people get confused, and they forget, and they don't realize that that definition of, of purpose and of vision comes from them. But a lot of times people haven't put in the work to figure out who they are and where they're actually going in life. When you think about it, the other question is, like, what direction are you going? What is your purpose? A lot of times people struggle with this idea because they're like, I I don't know. Like, I don't know what I like. I don't know what I want. You know, and, and a lot of times growing up, sometimes that can be grown very well and help develop of like, hey, what are you interested in? Where are you going? What is driving you? And sometimes it takes that reflection of like, what do I actually want to do in life? How do I want to impact? How do I want to show up? How do I want to serve? Sometimes even the idea of like, why am I here? Why have I been placed on the planet? What is my divine purpose to be able to fulfill on a day-to-day basis? Who do I need to serve? What do I need to produce to help resonate with someone else? A lot of times you'll find a narcissist that loves someone who has no sense of self. One of the reasons why is because they're moldable. A person who has no sense of self is easily molded and pushed in a certain direction to become the person that the narcissist wants. The narcissist looks at someone with no sense of self and they're like, that person I can make to be the servant that I want them to be. That person I can mold to be the ideal partner, the slave for what I need in my life, the slave to uphold my ego. So as a result, a lot of times, narcissists will go after someone with no sense of self. Second person that narcissists oftentimes is attracted to is someone with no boundaries. No boundaries at all. Now, a lot of times you'll see sometimes narcissists who see boundaries and they think that's attractive, not because they want that, because there's a challenge. Let me see if I can break it. Let me see if I can get over it. So sometimes that is the case. But a lot of times when people are talking about like no boundaries, they have um, no idea what boundaries are. They, any boundaries they set, have no consequences. They have no follow through. And a lot of times they have no resolve to stick with those boundaries because they also have no sense of self. So as a result, anything that they put out there, they're like, I'm not sure. I'm not confident of what I'm actually putting out there. So maybe, and then Narcissus runs right over the boundary and they're like, yeah, that's fine. Narcissus will go after people with no sense of self and no boundaries. The thing is the two of them work together. Because a lot of you might be watching the video or they might be asking like, I don't know how to set boundaries. Like, I, I don't even know where to start. Like, boundaries aren't something that makes sense in my mind. Is that you? I want to give you three different things to be able to think of. First off, if you don't know how to set boundaries, number one, start defining your sense of self because that helps align you of where your vision, your values, and who you actually are, who you are and what direction you're going because you have to be able to understand this. Boundaries a lot of times are reactionary. So thinking of this, number, number one, sense of self. Number two, are you setting boundaries that are reactionary or actionary? So think of it this way. If you've gotten out of a relationship where the person cheated on you, then you know going to the next relationship, hey, my boundary is don't cheat on me. If you got out of the relationship and the person was lying constantly, you go in the next relationship and you're like, hey, don't lie to me. Like that is a hard boundary that I have to have because of everything that happened. And so a lot of times people develop those. That's a, that's a, a good way to do it. What I want to try to propose is a better way to do it. Is one defining sense of self, learning the difference between reactionary and action boundaries and those action boundaries or the third point of the idea of the vision moving forward of who do I actually want to be? Because a lot of times, instead of looking at it being like, hey, this person lied to me, let's say, let's say you got out of a healthy relationship and, and no one lied to you at all. But then developing the sense of self of like, hey, the person that I want to live as, so the person that I want to be and the relationships I want to have are going to be filled with honesty and integrity. So as a result, when someone comes into your life and they start lying and they start cheating or whatever happens in that relationship, and you look at that and you're like, hey, like where you're at doesn't match up with where I'm going. Because who I am, who I'm going to exemplify to be, who I'm going to show up as every day, and who I'm going to engage with any partner that I have is going to be with integrity and with honesty. One of the ways that I phrased it with someone the other day is like, hey, if you want to lie, if you want to cheat, that's totally fine. Go ahead and do that. That's, that's on you. But it's not going to be with me. And I'm not going to allow that in my life because that's not the direction and the purpose that I have. The vision for who I want to be in this life. So I'm going to continue going down that road of having purpose, of having direction, of having vision, of having values. And if you don't have those, then we need to talk about sense of self. We need to work together to figure out who you actually are, what that actually looks like. But developing those boundaries, if you're worried about how do I I set those boundaries, figure out a sense of self. Understand the difference between reactionary. You can develop some from reactionary and also actionary. What's the future? And then figure out your vision, your purpose moving forward and say, hey, does this person match or line up to that? Or are they pulling me away from the purpose that I was put on the planet to serve?